At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. Good evening. You are listening to The Rocket Shop here on The Radiator, streaming live online at BigHeavyWorld.com from the studio at Big Heavy World. I am your host, Paul Beaulieu, also known as Paul Beguile, also known as a Montreal Paul. And our guests this evening are Chris Avetta and Ben Rock. Now, hello, I'm, hello, hello. <laughs> and and uh, I'm just going to inter- say a few words to introduce you both. Um, so first, I'm going to start with you, Chris. Uh, you want to talk into the microphone, you. or is it just a recent? <laughs> sorry, yeah, this is pretty casual, actually. Uh, recent transplant from the West Coast, Chris Aveda, uh enchants audiences with her ethereal brand of moody folk pop and sense of humor. Sometimes I can be funny. Oh, that's good to know. The San Diego Troubadour described her vocals as the star of the show. An entertainment blog, We Love That, described her music as perfect through a stroll through the woods. I may ask a question about that later. She's also lead singer at the Collaborative Sound of the Morning Room, a California-based band that has been writing and recording remotely since 2020. Ben Rock is a noir, lo-fi-influenced musician, writer, and collage artist delivering a shrewd blend of blues and rock with an affinity for spooky so-and-sos. Or so says seven days. <laughs> or so's in <laughs> theory. <laughs> that is what is, that is according to a reviewer at seven days. Yes, that is nice. Oh, and welcome to Vermont, by the way. I don't know how long you've been here, but... Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, I've been here for... since February, March. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I know you both from the Venetian Soda Lounge, uh, open truth. mic on uh, mm, uh, two Tuesdays a month. So I, I've uh, definitely managed to experience your musical offerings there. And now our listeners will be able to do likewise. And you were both songwriters, and we're going to be hearing songs from both of you. So my first question to you is, what possessed you to start writing songs? Well, both of you, <laughs> both of you, well, whoever wants to go first. Yeah. I'll take the lead. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sheer boredom. And um, no, I actually, I don't know. I don't know. That's a funny question. It's kind of like what possessed you to start pursuing accounting? Some people are just <laughs> meant to crunch numbers and other people are... Excited to paint and write music, yes. you know? So I don't know. It's just what happened. It's just how it happened. Yes. Okay. Ben, do you have a, do you have a different answer or is it the same? Yeah. Well, for me, I felt like, um, I mean, you can only listen to so much music before you decide to take it apart and, you know, try to figure out how it works and, you know, put it back together your own way. It just seemed, it just seemed out of sheer curiosity and just to see... Uh, you know, what you can do with something that you're already drawn to, so you might as well. Yeah, I very much relate it. to that. I, I relate to both your answers, actually, because uh, it's something, it's, or, it's organic, it sort of forms in you, but I think it also comes from just absorbing so much music that then, and you start analyzing it, 
and you're, you're curious about how it all works. So yeah, yeah. And you get comfortable True. with it, and then it just starts to accumulate, and then you just it starts to reveal itself in different ways. You know, you okay. Yeah. You hear a chord differently one time, and you think, oh, where might that go? I've heard that before. Yes. And um, would you like to play a song now? Uh, yeah. I mm -hmm. think I'm going to do that. She's going to get us started here. We're going to, we, we had a plan, so don't F with our plan. <laughs> we're going to make I it look like we're myself. winging it, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to think we're improvising. What do you mean this you're going to go first? Oh, oh. He's really mad at me. Guys, this is, I'm just really sorry to have a public fight. Oh, <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. Artistic differences. Well. He knocks over the mics. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is actually a song that I wrote um, on the last song I wrote before I checked on out here. First time performing it. Ooh, hello. Oh, goodness. Feedback.
shop here on the radiator streaming live online at bigheavyworld.com at from the studio at big heavy world and that was chris aveda with what's the name of the song lunacy lunacy yeah. and uh uh chris aveda is here with us and with ben rock and they're both our guests here this evening and uh <coughs> i didn't see him over there you're you're right <laughs> oh, there they are they're both here and uh, one thing that I noticed that you about both of you was doing research oh <laughs> about you. Oh my goodness! Was that uh, you're not you do music? You both do music, but you also do other art forms. And I was just curious. I'm going to ask I'm ask the question to both of you actually about how you think of music as part of your overall like artistic life, and how do you integrate music with other artistic forms or do you and uh so Would maybe like yeah i don't know it's interesting I, mean, I, I write fiction and uh make collages and uh i don't know they all seem to tie in somehow i'm not totally sure i mean words are musical sometimes you hear a phrase and you ever get like the phrase of a movie stuck in your head you know it mm. seems almost musical the way it's yeah. in the rhythm and uh, the melody of the words and um I don't know. Yeah, it's just a just a compulsion, I guess, and just a, a different aspects of the same thing. You get an idea, and you can't fully articulate it through a song, so you turn it into a story or a poem. Or collage is a whole. You know, it's kind of like a metaphor for the whole thing. I mean, songs are made up of everything you come across. Mm. So collage is just having the pieces in front of you and rearranging them. So yeah, they all seem to seem to blend together to a point where you sort of forgot where you started from, and there you are. Oh. What do you think I like that? paint. I'm just kidding. That <laughs> 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 was just like so, so thoughtful, and um, <laughs> I feel like anything I say after that is going to sound not as cool. <laughs> um, oh, your paintings and your songs overlap quite a bit. They, they all have this dreamy quality to them. Oh, that is your observation. And I love it. And it's a wonderful observation. And it's true. So he's right. <laughs> what I'm trying to say yeah. is verified. Whether or not it's intentional, <laughs> you have a lot, of, a lot um, of similarities between you and the different mediums that you uh, put forth. Yeah, I definitely think that, like, uh, uh, actually, circling back to what I was saying before, um, I think that when you're when you're creating uh, any sort of piece, art or music, you're coming from something. You're well, at least I I translate something through those whatever I'm gravitating to 
at that time. So like maybe one day I'll be drawing and painting the next I'll be like trying to work out a song or, but, um, I feel like it is like, it's just, you're just a conduit for something else, like some other thing. And I'm mm. not, not trying to get specific on what that is because yeah. <laughs> the subjects of songs and paintings are so vary so much, but, um, but yeah, sometimes it's cathartic. Sometimes it's your feelings you're getting out, and sometimes it's sometimes it's something that you're seeing and translating, and or like that's a part of the world that you're experiencing, and and then it becomes something solid in front of you. But um, uh, I think that like that's just a an individual thing. So uh, whatever the dream equality is, and whatever the the gravitation towards yeah, it's just what I thought it was no no it is no it's true it's true no that's it was might be why I'm here yeah. <laughs> somebody dreamed you here <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is all somebody else's dream this is is this your dream Paul now we're in the uh, I definitely seem to be dreaming something right now he's gonna wake up and we're all gonna be good, yes a dream within a dream. Have you ever had uh, those I dreams dream. where you dreamed you were dreaming and then you woke up but you were in fact still in a dream? I've only seen movies like that, so... Okay. <laughs> well, it only happened during my childhood. Uh, my dreams seem to have become less interesting of late. Um, but uh, one thing that uh, I notice also, uh, Chris, is that uh, you said that... Uh, you learned to play an instrument fairly late uh, in life, and you, you were singing before that. And, but then, sort of like, okay, uh, well, I've got to accompany myself on a, somehow. Wow, you singing. really did do your research. I don't know where I said that, but you're right. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I sort of related to that because it's kind of my experience as well. And uh, it's I was wondering ball. Uh, <laughs> if you would elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, I started writing music. Um, I kind of depended on other people to like get my uh, sonic vision. Is that a does that make sense? <laughs> yes, I, I think <laughs> my, it does. Uh, non vision. I don't know. I got to get my ideas out there, and um, uh, I guess at a certain point when I realized I I needed to. Well, actually, when I went through a lot of like pretty awful things, I realized I needed to rely on myself more mm -hmm. to make sure that I could um, create what I was what I was thinking and bring that into bring that to fruition. I didn't and, think your banjo phase was that bad. I mean. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what about what I just said? Said that? Just, like, he's like, oh, I didn't think that. I didn't say that. I didn't even say that. Phases. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, my, okay. yeah, my banjo phase was pretty. That was a, that was a rough time. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. oh. <laughs> no, actually, I love the banjo. I just I don't have it here. It's in a storage unit in Vista, yeah. California. Um, no, I, um, uh, I, I guess I just. Uh, felt like there was a necessity to be able to like write. So I I I like to come up with melodies mostly, and mm -hmm. and whenever I did that, I was like, oh, I could be one of those people who just goes up and sings a cappella. But I just felt like I would not want to do that. I just yeah. I don't know because some people are very content doing that, and great, good for them. I don't know what what I, do what I, do what you want to do, but um, 
I don't uh, know. It's a difficult, it's a tricky thing to do for sure. I mean, I have a couple of acapella pieces, but it's hard to get up and not have anything to guide your melody with. You know, like, so. But um, maybe we can hear another song now. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I oh, was going to, I was going to do all of my nonsense. Well, let's do it. Um, this is actually a song uh, by The Morning Room, of which I am one half. Um, we do have a lot of those, uh, everything. It's all over streaming platforms everywhere and, you know, that whole thing. Um, this is one of my favorite songs to play. I don't really know why. I'm sure if we had more time for a longer interview, <laughs> <that> would, <laughs> I would well, figure it out. You'll have to come back sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two. <laughs> the sequel. The sequel. <laughs> Ooh, that's not right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the zone.
listening to The Rocket Shop here on The Radiator, streaming live online at BigHeavyWorld.com from the studio at Big Heavy World. I'm your host, Paul Beaulieu, and uh, our guests this evening are Chris Aveda and Ben Rock, and uh, Chris just sang a song which uh, is from her band, The Morning Room. Do you want to talk a bit about that? First of all, what's the name of the song again? Uh, Midnight Tidal Wave. Okay. And uh, so the morning on all room. streaming platforms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. So the morning room <laughs> is in fact a, a a band of sorts, a virtual band, and it's uh it, it is indeed streaming online on all kinds of music platforms. Yeah. Um. So we started writing music in 2020, and it was just a flippant thing while everyone was getting paid $600 more than they should have <laughs> for doing nothing. So I was like, what better time than now to start writing music and getting some recording done? So uh, one of my longtime friends, Ryan, uh, he's he's been writing, um, uh, just doing tracks and like creating these like soundscapes for a really long time. And um, he just sent me um, one of our first songs. It was called... Uh, uh, Glass Castle. Now it's called Glass Castle. I have no idea what it was called back then, but mm. um, Sand Castle. So <laughs> <laughs> sand Same thing. <laughs> Time and heat created yes. the Glass Castle. <laughs> See what I and did there? It'll be Metaphors, people. Metaphors are very important. Yeah. So we started uh, sending tracks back and forth. I recorded that song in my closet we had it mixed by another friend so we were all living in san diego and i was pinging it back and forth uh, we were all pinging it back and forth to like get it right and then once like uh, the restrictions lifted up we ended up doing some mixing in person and then um after that we uh, we started playing it we got uh, we got ambitious started playing a few shows out there and then um uh, my life fell apart in California, so oh. I came out here to live with my sister, and now I'm in Vermont because. Yes. <laughs> yes, you have this collaboration. Because of that going. drum kit right yes. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever's directly behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyways, so. Um, we still write and record remotely, though, and um, oh, we're yes. actually releasing, we're going to be releasing. I want to say a couple more songs at the end of October, beginning okay, so of November. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Also good recorded know. remotely in a closet here. <laughs> so. Well, it's amazing, yeah, how how you're able to do this now to to just assemble songs. I mean, people were doing that earlier, but a lot that a lot of that started happening during the pandemic too. A lot of that. Yeah. So. Um, and so that's where you come in the picture, Ben, and uh, now you, you're collaborating. Together. Well, I was lurking in the background yes. you know, long before. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Long before. And we'll be hearing uh, a couple of Ben songs a bit later on. We sure are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Unless you have anything to say about it. <laughs> we gotta have, uh, we could have you do some songs, too. There you go. It's your uh, turn. None, none of my, so none of my songs are go. making an appearance on, this evening. I am not the guest here. I am the host. We must keep the, <laughs> the, our distance here. I don't know what that is. That's not, I'm not <laughs> adhering to this. You're not. Sure. <laughs> this is an abstract. <laughs> is this going to go all anarchic on us? I don't know. 
But anyway, um, so let's see. Maybe. Um, so let's talk about about uh, what music you've been doing, Ben. Like uh, you know, you've you've done solo albums and so forth. By the way, are are you performing as a duo regularly, or is this? Uh, um, Oh, no, not really. Yeah, she does her thing, I do mine, and then we uh, back each other up here and there. Okay. That works out nice. But it seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah. yeah. No, we both have pretty different processes, and uh, you know, she'll be in one corner of the apartment working on something, I'll be on the <laughs> other working on something. And so my, I mean, I've, I've, ever since I was a kid, I've just recorded everything, drums, bass, and piano and guitar, and then sang over it, and I still use the same six-track boss recorder, little tape recorder I've had since 1999. Oh, wow. And I refuse to get rid of it. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we we overlap. She's on, uh, actually, the next song we're going to do, um, she sings some backup vocals, too, on the album. I got, I'm working on an album now, another okay. one. Okay. Um, when do you expect that to be to come out? Do you have a release date or anything? Or are you still in process? Yeah. yeah, I still I'm still plugging away at it. I think mm -hmm. I got seven, eight songs done now. Well, they're all it's probably ten, twelve written, but you know, sometimes they come out different from how you imagined them, and they just don't fit with the rest of them. So yeah, they're held over for the next one. But, uh, oh. Yeah, you know, I'm always tinkering away with with whatever. Okay. And uh, would you like to play one of those songs now? Sure, we'll do that one. Uh, yeah, this one's going to be on the next album. And uh, I actually just put it out as a single. Um, I wrote it in a, uh, actually in a halfway house, which is true. But not because I had to live there. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually, my day job is I'm a maintenance guy for the... Um, for the projects in Burlington, one of the houses are, is is a halfway house. So, oh. so I was sitting there uh, on my break and uh, scribbled the lyrics on a on a roll of paper towel. But yeah, this is just sort of a one of those rare ones that just seems like you know kind of a. Didn't have he to, needed me. Didn't really he have couldn't to, do this without <laughs> Didn't have to labor at it too much. Uh, no. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's way more well-versed in all of these instruments than I am, so I'm going to pretend I play the drums now. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're doing. Oh. Or did, uh, is this a Montreal Paul cover? Is this one of yours? <laughs> Without knowing? <laughs> um, I, I don't recognize it, but I'll let you know. All right. If I, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is, yeah, this is called Hatchet Fish. I 
raise my hatchet fishing bottles of gin No Cadillac has ever come back Without a pocket full of oblivion My baby always kissed the mirror goodbye shop here on the radiator streaming live online at bigheavyworld.com from the studio at big heavy world i'm your host paul volier and you are you were just listening to a song by ben rock ben rock performing with chris aveda and they are both our guests here this evening and uh <laughs> Thank you for joining me and, <laughs> and allowing me to accompany. And <laughs> I know them both from the Venetian Soto Lounge open mic performances. Uh, every well, uh, well, every, every second Tuesday. Yes. It was like two Tuesdays a month. So next Tuesday. Yeah, the next one is next Tuesday at the Venetian Soto Lounge, and that's where I know them from. But. Um, Maybe now would be a good time to talk about uh, any upcoming performances that you're doing. Um, do you have any upcoming performances in around? No, we don't have any booked right now. It's mostly just been hauling up and writing for yeah. most of us. Uh, okay, for so for the most part, for most of us, <laughs> <laughs> for both of us, for all of these people, <laughs> for the most part. But yeah, we've just been clamoring yeah, to get up. 
holding up and writing. Oh, okay. And, and uh, occasionally, we'll somebody will say, "So are we still on for next week?" And we'll say, "Oh shit." I'll <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> but uh, no, nothing. Uh, so know. you're hard at work uh, at your uh, upcoming album. Oh and, yeah. And uh, and you have your your uh, group album coming out, the Morning Room. Yeah. Uh, your uh, last solo release, I believe, was in 2019, was it? My You're last both on Bandcamp. My last solo release was in 2020. Oh, 2020. I only know because of the subject matter. It's called Rooms. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was the last solo release I had for a little while. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I think I'm, we were, we were toying with the idea of having him record me um record some songs and releasing those solo so look out for those world <laughs> we're coming at you <laughs> we'll let you, know. We'll let you all know and uh i played one of your songs on my radio show a while ago uh but uh i want to play some more of those definitely oh, and, that'd be and i want to yeah i want to play some of your songs too i would love that i would really appreciate it I know yeah. it's, it wasn't well, recorded Well, we'll here, have to see if we can get uh, an album uh, of yours on the uh, on the in the the library of uh, Big oh, Heavy yeah. World, so we can get it I, on the radio here. Yeah, I don't have any albums. They're all in a storage unit in Vista. Oh, <laughs> age old okay. tale. Well, I got one for you. <laughs> yep, he's here got albums. Got <laughs> okay. a couple CDs. But my nice. my albums that I released a long time ago. Well, maybe we can move on. Yeah, yes, I do have digital copies. Get with the now. Uh, oh. You know, I don't know why, but I really didn't think of that. <laughs> Just now, I'm like see, looking at CDs on the wall. He brought CDs. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have any of those. <laughs> My music is lost forever. <laughs> you know what? I've been in the other side of the apartment Older for 23 spot. years. <laughs> yeah. been I've been old up recording music. I grew a beard. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so, um, do you, how many more songs do you have for us this evening? Oh, we just had, we were told four, so I was just going to do one more. One more? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, how about we do the, the last song now? Sure. I was going to say we could pantomime, but, you know, just show <laughs> Well, you can you can do that as well, but uh, <laughs> it might be more interesting for the listeners if we have music. Too. All right. Well, I was gonna do a. Uh, this is one of those songs that just sort of, you know, like I was saying, just sort of accumulates along the way. But uh, this one's called "I Learned the Trick from Jekyll," and it was actually on. Uh, Two albums ago, it was an album called Amuser, which came out, uh, I can't remember, 
Throws a bag of nails at the place he left Since I learned the trick from Jekyll Since I learned the trick from Jekyll And I hang like a kite At the bar fats one in a fist fight and I saw the man who denied the rain But the thunder vanished with the train yeah, Since I learned the trick from Jekyll Since I learned the trick from Jekyll from Jekyll. I learned the trick from Jekyll. Yes. That's a song that I remember hearing at the Venetian Solar Lounge, and that was by Ben Rock. And Ben Rock is our guest here, along with Chris Aveda, and I am your host, Paul Bullier. This is The Rocket Shop, here on The Radiator, streaming online at Big Heavy World, from the studio at Big Heavy World. And I want to thank you both for being here and uh, talking with me and playing for us, this has been this is this is the first time I've hosted uh, Rocket Shop, and I could not I could not have asked You're for doing better great. guests. Well, I thank <laughs> you. <Congrats. laughs> thank you for having us. Yes, we really appreciate it. Do you have any? Uh, are there any other uh, questions from the studio audience? Oh, the studio audience. All right. Boy, you didn't know we had. We got up that canned stuff. laughter. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> 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 We do, yeah. We'll oh, probably yeah. be there next Tuesday. Yeah, we've done a few other gigs there too. Yeah, we did the. Uh, and they have a. We need to lurk, lurk around with the soda jerk. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they have a piano in the corner at the Venetian Soda Lounge. So it's off in the corner, it's not on the main stage. So you kind of have to cr look over the side to see Ben as he plays the piano. But it sounds great. Sure you know, does. It's a very, very cabaret style of You have to get uh, all the coats yeah. off the piano before yeah. you can find it. Mm. <laughs> no, it is, it, is, it is a nice piano. Very large soda lounge. It is, yeah. 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 I have a question for either of you. I, I'm another Venetian soda lounge uh, player, and I came to playing my own music very late, um, actually. And so when did music, when did you start 
having music in your life? Was it when you were a kid? Was it from your folks? Uh, how, how did music get into you and then start coming out? I'm always interested in that. I would run around my house singing at the top of my lungs, really out of pitch, like like the Irish do. <laughs> and, but I didn't have a bunch of people teaching me how to stay in tune or instruments. My family is not musical at all. I mean, family sings along to like songs or whatever, but they don't play any instruments and it's just not their forte. And um, I was always told to like be quiet all the time. So <laughs> I, um, so I stuck to painting for a long time. And then, um, then I started, in high school, my mom gave me a guitar and I was, I painted the guitar cause I didn't know how to play it. <laughs> and, uh, and then, um, I started actually like learning how to write maybe when I was 19 and I was still, I was just like singing, um, with a, a co-writer in a band called Dinah Groove. <laughs> it was a funk band, and I don't know how that happened. I don't know how. Is any of their material still available? No. I looked. I tried. I I was like, I will throw myself under the bus for this one because it's so funny. But um, no, uh, I can't find it anywhere. If anyone out there can find Dinah Groove... <laughs> Please, please. That's a research me. project for you folks out there. <laughs> Find yeah. Dinah Groove and their music. <laughs> that needs to be the name of the next album. <laughs> Finding Dinah Groove. Or a movie or something. Um, no, so then in my 20s, I started uh, really like piecing together songs with my, with my vocals. So um, it's been a really long time of like getting, I don't know getting rid of stage fright and then um, having it come back randomly at times and then, and not knowing how to, not knowing how to do any of the instrumentation myself mm. until I just like, just worked at it for years and years in my twenties. So I, um, it's been, it's long, it's a long process. I don't know, I guess. Do you still find that you have stage fright uh, now? I mean, I was pretty nervous when I got here today, and mm -hmm. I totally fucked up one of my songs. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. You probably yes. shouldn't. Have, you probably shouldn't have pointed that out. I don't care. I don't um. care. It's real. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows. My my sister's listening, and she's gonna be like, "I heard that." She's got. She's gonna <laughs> make me feel bad about it later. Fright? <laughs> stage fright? No, I don't know. Um, yes, very much. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yes, <yeah>, no. <laughs> Yeah, in my in my it's experience, not giving us a straight answer. This one. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes it's just when you anticipate anything, you know, you get a little a little nervous. But then mm. once you get into it, it's always you know, just that anticipatory stuff. Yeah, I think once you get on stage, you probably you know, in my experience anyway, the stage fright kind of disappears. It's just like waiting to go on. That's the difficult part. That I've I've experienced that too. I mean, I guess it it again. There's it varies total yeah. spectrum of like occasions and what the situation is. Like at the Soda Lounge, like I felt pretty easy to jump up on stage there. But at um, I don't know, other places mm -hmm. where you feel like you're being ignored, it's like, eh, I guess I don't have any. There's no. I I don't even think of. I'm not even thinking about this. 
than mm-hmm. places like where you're on a like elevated stage that's like, oh my God, I'm lording above you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, my my course, uh, my musical course was a little different. I came up through the punk rock scene. I actually remember playing at 242 many oh. times when I was a kid, and the uh, the Annex and Memorial Auditorium. And one year, just bashing on three chords on the guitar and just screaming. You know, you don't get nervous. You're just no. not to fall off the stage. You know, <laughs> As long as you got a good mosh pit going and you got good energy, that's all. And so oh, it was okay. when I started to, you know, I got into the piano late, way later on, and I just mm-hmm. thought, you know, every one of those albums, you know, those aggressive albums had one sad piano song, and I thought, well, that's kind of silly. Like, yeah. how come the piano can't have as much attitude and expression as as anything else? So that's when you start exploring the blues and you know, ragtime piano, jazz piano. And then as soon as I started getting really into the piano, and I started, it became natural. It's sort of like yeah. a second, you know. And then once you once you start to wonder what it is your hands are doing, then you get nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but then, you know, it, it goes away. Yeah. Did you take lessons? No, no, I just, uh, just listened to uh, Ray Charles and... Uh, oh, Ray Charles, yes. You, know, you ever listen to those uh, John Lennon's? Uh, oh, it, was, it was some demos he recorded really later on in life. Uh, Dakota demos. It's just all oh. him, just voice and piano. And that was yeah. that was some some early on stuff for me. And then of course you find, you know, Monk and Tom Waits and all the you know yeah the simple blues things and the the jazz things. You know, the ones that really break it down into. Simple. So you, so those are sort of the things that really influenced you as you were developing your style yeah yeah nowadays yeah yeah oh so you have a punk past well uh all that remains is the attitude indeed (laughs) the attitude remains well uh, t-shirt band band (laughs) t-shirts we're coming towards Uh the end of this week's rocket shop but again thank you so much for appearing and uh yes so we don't really have anything to announce per se, except that. Well, when is your uh, when is your your band's album coming out? So actually? it's not an album. We'll, we're going to be doing okay, a couple song. of singles. Yes. Uh, we like we like to do one offs uh, for um, for advertising purposes. Mm-hmm. There will probably be an album coming sometime next year, but there's a whole mess of things that goes into writing an album remotely. Mm. So we're definitely going to be releasing something probably beginning in November. Beginning in November. Um, And it's going to be a banger. You're going to really want to pay attention, people. You're going to be like, whoa, this song changed my life. And (laughs) like everyone does for all local musicians, right? And you can hear both Chris and Ben and see them in person at the Venetian Soda Lounge twice a month, including this coming Tuesday. The rumors are true. Goes from uh, goes from seven to ten, and uh, God, now we have to show up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's yeah, they're definitely they're they're there more often than not. I can say that. So well, uh, chances are, some other gigs will spring up. And yeah. We'll do All right, let's do it. Yeah. 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 And you know, keep an eye out for any other gigs that they're doing because it's well worth it. I think. Again, thank you so much. This has been the Rocket Shop here on the Radiator, uh, and uh, from the studio of Big Heavy World. Um, 
streaming live online at BigHeavyWorld.com from the studio at Big Heavy World. Yay! <laughs> thanks, y'all. That was fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah.